Boom! It's Friday. It's that time of the week. It's the wrap up. And we're here for celebrating the end of our week. Dads, mums, Martians, everyone, you're welcome. Let's do this. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hey, welcome, welcome. It is that time of the week again, the end of the week, which can only mean the wrap up is here. Glenn, aka a dating dad, and myself representing all of Team Super Dad. I'm Johnny Jensen. It's good to see you all. Glenn, how's it going? Oh, it's good. I love the fact you mentioned the Martians because obviously we've got got the uh, the new Martian lander. Mars is the only planet in the known universe to be inter- inhabited solely by robots, and I'm a massive, massive geek, and I fucking love it. I love that we've got another robot on Mars. <laughs> Do you know what? We haven't actually spoken about this, but it has occurred to me in a Seinfeld-esque way, like just this random sort of um, uh, situational humour where, like... <laughs> We, the humans, billions of miles away or however exactly, exactly far we are, we keep sending these little, like, <laughs> I think there's loads of people on Mars, yeah? And they go, like, uh, it's going to arrive in two days' time. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, what are they going to send this time? And then they're just laughing at this, this shitty remote aeroplane. Drops in <laughs> from the atmosphere and like, oh, it's crashed. Yeah, they got, like, bookies are betting on it. Is it going to land? Is it going to crash? <laughs> They're up Martians that absolutely love us. They think we're hilarious. It's like Big Brother. Yeah. Look at this cute. Oh, they've sent a they've sent a buggy this time. It's got a camera on the front. <laughs> like <laughs> dropping like crumbs the thing, in front. The thing of is, them. what I think we really need to do is just instead of sending all these like really multi-million pound kind of uh, exploratory vehicles, just take something from Robot Wars. Take that up oh, there. Yeah. Let it just get land there, fuck shit up. And and then they'll they'll know who the real masters of the soul system are. Sir Lancelot chucking in Lancelot, dropping him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it was it was it Lancelot? Was <laughs> it Lancelot? <laughs> I I tell you because there there was the one which was kind of it had a lance with a, a kind of the, the jaws of death from uh, house robots. We're talking there. house robots here, right? Yeah, house uh, robots. there are death. five house robots. And oh, sir, kill a lot, kill a lot. He's the daddy, kill a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kill a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Matilda. Oh, he's got uh, two, he's got two. Sergeant Death, Sergeant, no, Sergeant Bash. Sorry, can't give you that one. Bash, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there was the one with the the jaws that kind of went like that. Dead Metal, Sergeant Bash, Mr. Psycho. Growler. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 that <laughs> Who came up with Growler? Someone that was the T boy. He goes, call one of them Growler, <laughs> <laughs> which is basically Scouse for Fanny. Basically, <laughs> I love that you explained that though. I love that you took the time to just just explain the joke for non non sure. British listeners. Non British listeners. Yeah. Okay. Right. She had a nice growler. Uh, Cassius Chrome. Cassius Chrome. I never even heard of that it one. Shit. It looked like some sort of weird um, like porn robot. It, this this ram that used to <laughs> ram out like that. It was shit. It looked like the massive. It looked like it was trying to fist the other robot. It's not right. Okay, so so clearly Growler and Cassius Chrome were just was just like the yeah. the the apprentice engineer who, who was on 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 work experience. <laughs> <laughs> What a lovely way to start the show. Love Robot Wars. Still going strong, actually. Still going it was strong. a great, it was one of the best things from the 90s. But in a minute, I want to talk to you about some other great things from the 90s, but not until I found out how your week was. Well, Glenn, pretty random. Obviously, um, gone from Valentine's because this whole Easter moving thing, right? It's, it, you, you don't always get Valentine's Day and Pancake Easter. Day together. Easter. Easter's, Easter's, linked, Easter, you know, Easter's linked to Pancake Day. Is it? Yeah. You get the start of Lent, like 40 days. Jesus wandered in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights. That's why. Attached to Pancake Day? I think so, yeah. That's when the start of Lent. 
Oh, mate, mate, I know. I was, I was just, I was yeah. doing the comic effects in terms oh. of layering <laughs> shit up, you know. <laughs> Oh, okay. The rampant commercialism of anything that you can make money off of, you know, won't be tired. It's got any religious links. Yeah. Okay. So we covered that off. And uh, my uh, obliviousness to uh, humor, um, it's about as good as my gaydar. There we go. So, um, so yeah. So I had a walking date on Sunday, which. uh, A walking, a walking date. As in a romantic date? Uh, well, yeah, you know, d- d- early well, stages, like level then, one. Yeah. Level but, one. But the intention was to have a romantic date, to have a, a, a walk through the woods and see if there was wood. True. I want, you know, and yes, you're right, because if there was an intention to leave a good impression, then that was intending to leave a good impression. And it was it was snowy. Oh, that sounds romantic. That sounds delightful. It was very... Um, uh uh who's the who's the the black-haired bloke who does the romantic movies the british guy um uh, 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 uh ben the tough no, the, the, the guy the tough is you know like oh, i forgot his no, name, the one in Bowie. no no it looks like him but not him that, that's that's the guy uh he's in three weddings and a funeral and oh. uh and what's he called hugh hugh grant Hugh Grant, thank you. You're just letting me squirm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to, the good thing is that it's warding off early stage dementia, I'm sure. Uh, so Hugh Grant, it was quite a Hugh Grant moment. Like it was, it was crisp, sunny winter morning. There was still snow on the ground. It was chilly as hell. And, uh, and so there we were. Yeah, went, went for, went for a walk in the, in the, and she had a dog and, and it was brilliant. It did this massive turn. <laughs> right. right. I mean, she uh, carry a shit around with her for the entire time. No, she, she, she <laughs> there was a conversation about what we're going to do. Well, I say we, cause I weren't carrying it. Uh, that, that's my chivalry has a, has a limit. Right. Um, uh, as we discussed last week, uh, you know, the size of a dog is, is that I'm willing to have is directly proportional to whether it's poo is bigger than mine. So, so, <laughs> so the dog, stopped in the middle of the Chilston Park right it's beautiful country manor um people have weddings there and 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 you know 50ths and it's set in its own grounds in the countryside in Lenham beautiful so obviously they can't do jack shit at the moment because it's all locked down but they are doing bacon sarnies and cuppers and then you can walk the grounds mm-hmm. with said bacon sarnie and cupper okay and uh, so the dog, right in the middle of this driveway that runs up to this country mansion, the dog just squats, squats, squats down and just like, oh, God. <laughs> that was cracking me up. Because you know what I'm like? I got this like flipping double story goes on in my life. There's what I see out my eyes and there's what I see in my head, right? So so, so inside I'm just cracking up. I'm just absolutely cracking up. And it's it's. <laughs> turning it out like a mr oh, whippy <laughs> uh, all i can see is uh, pictures of this um uh, jurassic park size turn and you're just putting an arm inside it <laughs> have some sort of weird shit inside for comedy value it's pretty much like that so then she's she's picking it up and uh so she styled it out pretty well she's actually she's she's pretty cool we, we, i know her from school actually uh she's pretty cool good proper kent proper kent girl you know she's got a proper kent accent and uh Kent girls, there's a, there's, a, there's a phrase for it, in like a maiden of Kent or a lady of Kent or something. Oh, I've heard some worse ones than that. Yeah, I mean, we should, we should definitely call them worse. But if they are, if, they, if they're true to their name, then you know what? I, I'll happily provide you with my number and my email address, um, and let's 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 meet up. No, in Maidstone, by the way, if you live one side of the river, you're a Maidstonian. And if you live the other side of the river, you're you're a made something out. There is like there's two different types of Maidstonians depending on what side what? of the river. Yeah. No, that's 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 news to me. No, no, well, I'd have to get my uncle to tell me because I don't know enough about it. But uh, plus, it's not that interesting. He told you this in the first place. Yeah, we could have been a lie. Yeah, we know how gullible I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you like the new headphones? By the way, look at this for our, for the people what watching headphones? on the live. What headphones? <laughs> The giveaway, the, the cables, the giveaway. Now I've got, I've got like monitor headphones because I got fed up wearing those big cans. In fact, whilst we're doing this, before we, before we get on, right, seeing as we've got some people watching, listening, um, tune in. Basically, the live comments are on. If you go to streamyard.com forward slash, no, 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 go to Facebook, Facebook, streamyard.com forward slash Facebook, you get like the authorized thing and you can bring up your face and make a comment at Glenn and I. You can say something nice, you can take the piss, you can do whatever. 
And uh, if you if so, if you're watching, share, replay, like, spread the word. Like, don't be a stingy, meanie bastard. And then if you're on the podcast, well, good to have you back. Hope we're coming out nice and clear because I do do a bit of optimization afterwards. Um, but yeah, get on over to Apple Podcasts. You're telling me you make my voice sound better. Yeah, you go all Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> I just chop the tops off and so people get a nice constant through there. Uh, yeah, but please, if you're on the podcast, then, uh, then share it, give us a review and definitely subscribe wherever you are, YouTube, Facebook, give us a subscribe, bump up the number. Let's go. So where were we? Where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, headphones. Yeah. Got rid of the cans, got these like monitor headphones. So it looks, it looks better, which is all about, it's all important. It's all about how you look. Yeah. <laughs> except to our podcast listeners. Um, but yeah, so we're on the walk. Walk was good. Walk was good. Um, that was just nice. It was nice. Chris, yeah. Crispin, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 I want, I, obviously I want to interrogate you massively on this, but um, do you think there's going to be like an extra date going on? Do you think you're going to have like a second or a third date? <laughs> I, I, I uh, we've, we've chatted on the phone this week. Yeah. Chatted yeah. On the phone this week. And uh, so, yeah, I pr- I'm pretty certain there's going to be another another date. Um, I I couldn't say as to how far that's going to go. <laughs> Hello. I think we got love in the air here. I think I'm going to buy a hat. <laughs> buy a hat. Listen, we know we know all about that. Uh, proposed six weeks after the f- first. <laughs> my one and only marriage, my dad has knocked up, not knocked up, notched up four. Um Although I guess he didn't, no, he didn't knock up for you, knocked up three of them. But uh, yeah, so uh, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to, uh, I can't be talking about hats, but I can be talking about second dates, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and, and from your side of things, you think it's it's a goer? Not it as in her, but as in the, the romantic <laughs> kind of, kind of oh, it, I, I no, no, I, I think speaking more generally, you know, it's, 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 it's weird, isn't it? You're kind of like trying to, trying to, I mean, I could never imagine put like going out for dinner and getting dressed and putting a jacket on and like being like, like all Del boy and going out. But I, I just, I can't imagine that because my dating history, I've never been a really good data. When we were at uni one time, uh, I asked this girl out uh, and um, let's call her Louise. Cause her name was Louise. And, uh, and so she, she, there wasn't, I went to Stafford university where the ratio to blokes to women was something like 15 to one. Okay. So you, wow. <laughs> you had to, A, you had to be man. picking, you couldn't be too picky, but also you couldn't fuck it up either. So wait, sorry, wait, wait. Let, let, let me back up here. Fifteen to one in what direction? Because that sounded like fifteen guys to one woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, wasn't like Nottingham. It wasn't like Nottingham University. This was Staffordshire University in wait, Stafford. You're telling me I need to move to Nottingham? That's, where, that's, where all, that's, that's, that's like common knowledge. That's where all the all the nursing colleges are in Nottingham. They've got this insane ratio of women to men in Nottingham. Why has nobody told me this? <laughs> Did you never go? Well, I went to university in Stafford, so it's kind of getting up towards Nottingham way. So well, people were like, no, not. Oh, well, Nottingham's where you got to go, they used to say. It's all the, not, not only is there like this ratio of women, but they're nurses as well. Where did the rep, like when I was at uni, it's like, oh, yeah, nurses, all nurses. Yeah, but the thing is with nurses, every single nurse I've ever met has just been, you know what? We're really tired. We work really hard and really long hours, and then we just <laughs> want to go to sleep. <laughs> Do you want to hear a, a really random nurse story, right? So I'm, I, I played rugby in the first year at university, which my scouse mates took the piss out of me hilariously for because we'd I'd have to go, obviously, to training and then go to rugby and stuff. So they'd be way, they'd, we'd all be stoned. They'd be waving joints out the window at me as I trudged off to, to, to training. And then after training, the rugby lads used to go out and get horrendously pissed. So I would stumble in blind drunk. Anyway, So during, during a rugby match one day, um, I got my finger broken. So off I go to the to the hospital and, I, and I'm sat there in, in, the, in the x-ray bit. And this this woman who's a nurse, right, she, she comes in. And so we're sat in the, in the in the waiting room and it was like a sketch out of flipping whatever henry uh, uh harry enfield or something so so we sat there we sat there and then right all it, all it stinks right? it stinks of cheesy feet right? so so we're both we're both really we're just really ignoring this whole thing right and i've said hello because i'm generally quite friendly like that right so so after about on you know like it wasn't the whole time we were there but it was it was enough of a time she goes she goes I'm really sorry, my feet stink. 
Oh, you don't want to hear. I mean, there, there, there are more romantic things to hear. I've got to say. <laughs> oh man, I wish I knew what I said. I, 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 I don't imagine I'd have said no. They don't. I, I would. I probably would have said, "It's all right. It's all right." <laughs> yes, yes, they do. But it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Random nurse in Stafford with the cheesy feet. If you're listening, get in touch. It'd be good to good to find out how your feet are these days. <laughs> so, so uh, this is like a this is like a Ronnie Corbett story, isn't it? Back to this week. So we so we had so we had a nice day. I, I think we're going to see each other again. Um, okay. Where I'm where I'm at with all these things is I would really like to 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 just hang out with some more with some women. Like I'd like to. So in terms of any kind of walking date or someone I might go out on a date with, I I if they're a laugh, and I didn't fancy them, I kind of want to say. Is like, can we be mates? Because I really could, like, I really want more female friends. Almost, I was, I was chatting with someone online because they, they were telling, they were trying to claim that every single close person that's in your life is someone that you knew in a in the in your formative years. Now, technically, the formative years are between naught to eight years old. They were then trying to claim that actually, no, 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 that's up into your twenties. Um, but most of the people that I'm close to. Actually, I've met in the last four years since I've been single, and a decent proportion of those I've met through dating or, or being around people who have been dating. And so you can meet some incredibly close friends through kind of romance and dating and relationships and those sort of things um, that that you never knew when you were sort of 15, 20 years old and spotty and didn't know what you were talking about. Well, Glenn, I don't wish to make you feel awesome or nothing, but I said to someone this week, I was like, Glenn's a good play. Glenn's a lot of fun. Like, I, I said, I, I'm going to end up mates with Glenn. I said, I said, literally, this I is the so. first. Ma- no, I've said this is the first mate I've met in like oh, no. genuinely. I can't. I don't think I've made a friend in in probably definitely ten years. Oh, mate, you you you're an awesome person. You don't need to be worrying. No, about it's not. It's not little violin time. But I'm just no, saying with, with the shit you're that's gone on, people no, should. No, want- I- I know, but we got into this whole church thing, and and oh well, yeah, church thing. Yeah, I've, I've got no 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 time for that. No, and then, but then when when we met, and she, well, no, let me fit two thousand. Yeah, because when I I'm, uh, her and I met on a course at Landmark Education, so I met a bunch of friends through a bunch of different Landmark courses that I went on, and I and I would still count some of those people as friends. Then mm. we met, and it was and it was cool. So I did meet her friends, but clearly I'm not friends with any of them anymore. Then we just had drama personified for for ten years, and so so yeah, I I'm looking forward. What you just said is brilliant news. In terms of people in 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 a sort of a dating situation, meeting new people, becoming new friends and stuff. Oh, it makes them, it is so different, and and also because you don't have to live off of your previous life. So I've obviously got friends from when I was young and so on, but they knew me from when I was in my late teens, early twenties. I'm a different person. I, I, I want to say I'm sitting there thinking I'm a better person now. I, I don't know, if I'm <laughs> better, but I'm different now than when I was back then, and so. This is the person I am, and this this is the person that if someone wants to be friends with me, they're going to have to get to know and like that person, and that's not always going to be the person that you knew twenty years ago who knew you as some sort of spotty teenager. So um, I think you can definitely make really good friends later later in life than than you expect. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay, but how in a, how in a relationship? How how if you're like it was in my marriage? You kind of you're gonna you're gonna meet her mates. She's gonna meet your mates. Then you're going to go oh, have babies. Need, you know? No, because you need def, you need different mates. Absolutely. Um, yeah. One thing I was so passionate about, and uh, yes, it bit me in the ass because she went off and had an affair with one of them. Um, but I was so <laughs> absolutely passionate about my ex having friends in her life that weren't our friends, that weren't my friends. I wanted her to have friends of her own so that she yeah, could yeah. then bring stories back and go and have fun with them and, uh, and then tell me about them, and then maybe I'd know them, but actually they wouldn't be my friends; they'd be her friends. Yeah. I wanted her to have her own life uh, around kind of other people, so you'd have stuff to talk about. Because how can you have a relationship if you're just talking about the same things that each of you already knows about? I yeah. wanted to bring shit, and it didn't. It didn't help that you know she went off and fucked a teenager. 
Um, it, that that would hurt <laughs> if it, if on, it was go Brock Meyer on me. <laughs> theory, what I'm saying is the theory was solid. That in practice, that with her, it needed some tweaking. Um, but the theory behind my my uh, my mindset, my rationale, I think that was solid. No, I agree. I think that's totally solid. I've been doing the Team Super Dad. Uh, I've had a challenge this week for Happy and Focused Dad Challenge, isn't it? Uh, well, inside of Team Super Dad, there is the five principles of focus, fitness, family, finance, and fun. Um, but this week, it's and, and this week in the Happy and Focus Challenge, it's been geared around those things. But day one was ha- uh, day one was goals and ambitions and potential. Day two was uh, habits and routine. Day three was something called the superpowers matrix where you tap into like basically your skills, your passions, your commitments, your values and your weaknesses. Day four was rock solid relationships. And day five today was uh, have more fun. So hey, fun, fun is my happy place. Yeah. Well, that's what I said today. Today's my favorite day. Have more fun. Like, I still got my still got the notes in, in front of me from from the from the day, basically. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't get that. Uh, Could you try uh, again? What? Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Siri's just outed you on your yeah. desire for fun. She's like, no, no, Glenn, you're boring. <laughs> I didn't get that. No, you didn't. You didn't have fun, did you? <laughs> Fuck Sorry, you, Siri. Fuck you. I have no record of you having fun, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's brilliant. So, yeah, day, day five was, was the fun thing. But inside of that relationship stuff, yeah, I said um, uh, day, day four was like rock-solid relationships. And there's a whole combination of things there of of, of, um, of 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 communication and 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 trust and, and but but also like like do new things, don't be jealous, don't don't tie people down like like. Be, it says um in terms of the relationship things on the shoulder of giants, standing on the shoulder of giants. Uh, so you want your kids to be like boom. I, I give my kids that that elevation. And the same same for my my wife. Um, she may disagree. I don't know, but I think that's a message for everyone in a relationship. Is you want to be the wings upon which they saw. Like like so. Yeah, go out, have a laugh. I don't want you to flip him. Be stuck here. Blimey, I've been I've been outing people as well this week on ironing shirts. That's like it's been kind of like. I yeah. love, I love a well ironed shirt. I've got no time for people who don't take pride in their appearance. But I've been saying, if you, uh, if you're some bloke who expects his shirts to be ironed, then get a grip. Fuck off! <laughs> I'm wearing fucking shirts, man. The fuck up! <laughs> oh no, I'm totally with you. I did put a caveat in there. I said, if like play to your strengths. I said, if like if if she hates washing the bath, she hates cleaning the bathroom, and she doesn't mind ironing. Then you clean the bathroom and she does the iron. I mean, that's that's a good deal, basically. That's a good deal. But that's, I was basically it's a parity, yes. But yeah, you yeah. need every man needs to be able to know how to iron a shirt. I've been teaching oh, all totally. yeah, how yeah. to iron their own shit because I want all of my kids to be like the, the, the kind of pink job, blue job sort of shit, which I've, yeah. I absolutely fight against. Um, but I want my boys to know how to iron their own shirts, and I want my girls to know how to put up a shelf. Um, yeah, but yeah, totally, yeah. they've all got to know everything because I want all of my kids to be self-sufficient because that's what you don't want to rely on anyone for anything. But if, if people bring things to the relationship, great, that's fine. But yeah. no, own your own stuff. Yeah, totally. That, that, that sense of independence and, and also not leaving someone with a sense that they're like, that you're flipping dependent on them, hanging yeah. onto their back. Like, no, we want to, we want to lift if relationship people in relationships. Cause Glenn and I know about the other side of this is, uh, is lift each other up. Let me have a laugh, celebrate, like just do keep the thing fresh and alive. Don't drag each other down. Blimey. Oh no, I totally agree. And, and be that, be that lifting spirit. My ex used to self describe herself as the, the anchor that would hold me down. So I didn't fly away. Actually what we want, what men want is someone to fly along with them. Sometimes in front, sometimes behind, sometimes above, below, around, all that sort of thing. But to be flying on a journey, not holding us back to say, you know what, if you if you really tried, you'd be going in this direction. And you know what, let's, let's just bring you back down to earth. No, let's fly, motherfuckers. Let's fly. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't, I think that is a, there is a bunch of people out there who, who have that perspective on the conversations. But uh, as we've mentioned before, so many people in single parent groups, so much. It's like, why are all, all men want is one thing. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, 
Anyway, they definitely do want that, but it's not the only thing they they want. Um, and the, and the same, it's just like, oh God, we've talked about single parent groups before, but just get out. Let's find some, let's, um, well, I've got, I've got the URL for uh, team super mum. And, um, and I, I had this vision in my mind of flipping two awesome groups of, of, of people, families, men and women, kids, just fire walking, barbecues, disco, DJs. Team super mum, then let's do some sort of summer picnic. You know, when, when COVID has sorted itself out, let's do a summer picnic. And all the Team Super Dad guys, we can bring our kids. Team Super Mum can bring their kids, and we can fight our kids to the death. And yeah, it'll be like a Monty Python scene. It's going to be perfect. Starts off all friendly, and then <laughs> oh, I'm bringing wine. I'm bringing wine. I'm bringing yeah, yeah. Sauvignon Blanc. When it gets to the and uh, before you know it, then 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 those single mums will reveal their true colours. Yeah, I, I, you know, in in America, the whole picnic thing is uh, is is a way bigger subject. Like like communities come together and they have picnics. There's like you see it on Modern Family and stuff like that. But I don't I don't know that it just happens. Somewhere. I guess we have the the fair subject thing. But fairs have been taken over by crappy stalls with st- with inflatables for a quid that they bought off Alibaba. Like it's it's not the same. Oh, well, no, we, I mean, friends and I used to do picnics and we used to just all bring our families and kids along and there'd be like okay. um, rounders and crap like that. But it was, it, that was just because that was our friendship group. I, yeah. I'm telling you, we, we just say, right, we're going to be at Moat Park in Kent and anyone who's local, just come down with your kids and pay us lots of money and, um, and, and bring your own weapons something like that I'll, I'll let i'll let i'll let you work out the details but but we just say this is where we are and and if it's just you and i and our kids that's all it is and if, if other people join in fantastic right well i did actually have a team super dad picnic to, would have been would have been two summers ago now would have been two summers ago yeah in uh anyway in in maystone it's in in uh teeson teeson park by the river magic so anyway Back to pancakes, right? We'll ra- we haven't even got onto how was your week yet. Pancake day, bit random. Uh, we have pancakes all the time. So the idea that you only have, it's like turkey. Right? You can only, only eat turkey on Christmas day. What are you talking about? I can only have pancakes on pancake day. We have pancakes all the time. So it was a bit of a non-event, even though we did have pancakes. It was just, we're just having pancakes again. And uh, we've spoken about the challenge. been doing the challenge all week. Uh, I've, I've worked, I've, I've done loads of work this week. <laughs> It's kind of been a bit, made me realise how much work I haven't done other weeks, but uh, but that's all pretty cool as well. And uh, obviously we had some better better football experiences this week, which is good to see. And it's half term, half term. The kids are here. Mate, it's been hard. I felt so guilty this week. Work-wise, it's been incredible. This this, this week I've um, been shortlisted for a couple of bids. I've actually won a one single bid that ended up is 15% of my three year plan. So this is a big chunky bid that we've won. Um, so I've had an amazing, and I, I've taken on half of our sales team are going to now report to me. And it's been, it's been an incredible week work wise, but I'm sitting here where I'm sitting right now. And I'm looking up and I can see my kids doing their thing and playing Minecraft. Yeah. And, and But it's half term. I and now they've so- gone back to their mums. Yeah guilty now they've gone back tonight but yeah yeah, until now it's been all week and i felt so guilty because i've not booked my week off and i've been putting in massive bids and it's been an incredible week for work but i've not been able to balance out with being a parent and that's that's hard that really is hard as a dad to to be succeeding at work but knowing you're failing as not failing but you're not doing all you could do as a parent that's that's not even I think we have to catch ourselves there, though, because a modern dad in a you know in a, in a modern world, the amount of time we are able to spend with our kids is completely different than than before, and even our own individual expectations on how much time we're going to spend with our kids is is different. So, I've had to say to my kids this week, look, I I know that normally I spend all my time with you when when you're here. But I do actually have to get stuff done. I do because if I don't, we're not going to make any money, and and this is <laughs> this is what's got to this is what's got to happen. And um, but yeah, it wasn't too many years ago when that when flipping heck. And I know obviously there's some dads now oh, still there. That, they don't they wouldn't see their kids. No. So 
it's 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 a measure of of of, of you as a dad that you are actually caring about it and you are getting it done and i bet if your kids are your kids might say oh well it would have been nice but it's great to see him working and we appreciate it yeah well yeah, yeah they're, and they're all happy and if i'd have said to them what do you want to do with your week they would have probably chosen as many screens as they got available to them <laughs> yeah. i'm sitting there thinking if i'd taken a day or two off of work and not sat in my seat and typed and spoken um I could have taken them, and it's harder at the moment, but I could have maybe taken them to a, a forest or a walk or something like that. But it's hard because of COVID. I'm thinking all the things I would normally do, they just don't apply. So looking back at um, you know, time hop things on Facebook, yeah, which, yeah. which you've done in the past, during half time, I've taken them to the V&A Museum and to Tower of London and to Hampton Court Palace and taken them for walks along the beach and taken them to here and picnics and stuff. All the things I just normally think, well, it's half term. I'm going to take time off. I'm going to make things happen. Right now, we can't do that. And so yeah. all it is that I'm doing is I'm sitting indoors. The kids are surviving. Maybe one of them will go out and take a walk to the lakes with their friends, or they might go to the park on the bike ride or something like that. But it's not stuff we're doing as a family. And so we're missing out on that time. And I feel really guilty about that. And I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I know you're not going to be the only one there. And uh, blimey, the weeks before, we're, it's almost like juggling it the other way because we're trying to work and homeschool. So actually the kids are probably getting more attention than the work is getting. And uh, bizarrely, people have probably had to get more work done this week because they weren't doing homeschooling. So. Yeah, well, that, can be, that could be our little serious bit for the week, Glenn. We can, we can, we're, we're, we're t- reaching out to dads who might be feeling bad about how much time they're spending with their kids or not. And um, I'll tell you what I did say just on that subject, if we're going to make it of real value in this have more fun, because day five of the team super dad challenge this week was have more fun. And I said, plan it, schedule it in, you know, it, it, it's. Uh, oh, we, we all love organized fun. That's the best type of fun. Yeah, no, I know that sounds a bit boring, <laughs> right? But, but my point being is that if, if you've got a busy week, then flipping heck, put the put the hour in and say right that's the hour i'm going to play football with my boy mm-hmm. well if you don't if you don't plan it in if, you, if your week is that busy then at least plan it in so it absolutely happens yeah cheeky bastard i'm totally with you you've got to book it off and make that time and one thing i've been saying to my teams at the moment is everyone i mean i'm really lucky in terms of my my company gives us unlimited annual leave um which is a it sounds wonderful but I'm really worried that a lot of our team are worried about taking the piss. They're worried about being seen as no one else's work. Everyone else is working. So no one else is taking time off. So I'm not going to take time off myself. There's always so much work to do that will fill the time. And if I, if I take a week off, then it will be even worse when I come back. And I keep saying to him, no, stop it. Take the time off. The work will always be there. Have yeah. something to look forward to. Have some time when you don't have any responsibility, whether you've got your kids or not, um, whether you're a full-time dad or a part-time dad or whatever. Have some time when you don't have to feel guilty about splitting your time between your kids and work because it's just able to be just around them and just enjoy that time. Yeah. Um, book it off, plan it, and enjoy it. You don't have to feel guilty about it at any stage. No, and Glenn, it's almost like we planned that because on my thing of things done this week, I'm holding up the the, the mind map from today's session. It says, plan stuff, have things to look forward to. Because When's your next ha- time off, Johnny? Well, I work for myself. No, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you. Uh, on my birthday in May, there is a weekend booked and we are going away caravan. Uh, thanks to the sun, £9.50 bargains. Lovely. Um, uh, and uh, But I, I'm also a little bit sl- – it I doesn't take me much to, to like, go to the park. Um, it doesn't – you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty brutal with myself about have the kids been out today. So yesterday – Rosie was actually a friend, but Jago and I went to the park and played football for a couple of hours. Today, I just like, right, we're going into town. And we just went into town. We bought cakes and we wandered around with the shops that were different shops that were open, like <laughs> Wilco's. Never been in Wilco so much. Um, <laughs> but just to make, just to, just to, just, just make stuff happen. I'm, I'm, 
we're always at the beach. We're always, oh, blimey, we go just, we, I, I, I do more stuff with my kids than is probably healthy for me, but I just, no. I just love it. No, not healthy for you. Then, no, then for my, healthy for my bank balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that, that I totally get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there, there we go. Uh, anyway, back, <coughs> little cough, little cough. Um, what about your week then? What about, what about your, no, yeah, Jim, lost, funny, lost, loss of taste actually, by the way. Uh, but no, uh, how's your week been, Glenn? You told us busy, 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 but any, any fun stuff happened? Well, I've done about fun work-wise. It's been fantastic. It's been really exciting. Um, it's been one of those weeks where I've, like I said, I've, I've, I've won some, some big bids, which have, uh, taken the pressure off me for the next few years. And, <laughs> uh i've I've actually brought a team in i've hired some of the people i've basically when i came in i said these are the people i want to work with and i want to poach and we've managed to start getting those people because they are really good at what they do and it's so nice to be able to say these are the people i want and for our team to just say okay let's make that happen so that's good um and yeah work-wise it's been it's been fantastic um personally wise you know kid like i said kids are kids are uh, when i pack them off today they're alive i introduced them to trigger happy tv as well which was a particular um win of mine now this is this is maybe something that younger dads won't realize but trigger happy tv imagine imagine tiktok and vine and all the funny good things you've ever known but that were done 20 years before you were born. Uh, th- that That's where Trigger Happy TV is. Trigger Happy TV is one of the greatest things that came out of the 90s. Was that Don Jolly? Yeah, Don Jolly. <laughs> Brilliant. And you know, one of the things where I, I loved it as when I was growing up, and to introduce it to my kids, I was yeah. worried that, that they would look at it and think, oh, this is just old people's stuff. But they were pissing themselves laughing and so much so that a couple of times they've been requesting dad can we can we watch another episode of trick happy tv can we oh, watch good. another one and seeing the, with the, the big with the big phone hello <laughs> i'm on the mobile <laughs> yeah. they've started doing that they've started doing the quotes and it's so wonderful for your kids to to, to know that your sense of humor is translated down to your kids yeah. through through upbringing as well as genetics no Glenn. I'm pretty certain because I'm thinking back in my life age wise, we've talking about my love of comedy and stuff. I'm pretty certain at my son's age, I was watching Blazing Saddles uh, and, and enjoying it. Like it was, I dare say not all the jokes were landed, but, but it's, it's really important that we instill comedy into our kids at an early age. It's the same when they're babies. I, I never did the whole ga 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 to my kids. It's like, what the fuck? Like talk to them, talk to them. Like, like so, yeah, so, so, so. What, 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 what you talking yeah. about? This? Come on, get get the good comedy into your kids. Like, if you want to have fun, kids, show them fun stuff. What? Um, I've watched. I've watched. Uh, I, I've been thinking about Richard Pryor recently, right? So, so I found an, an old PBS documentary about the like the life and times of Richard Pryor. Yeah. He's he's widely widely recognised by comedians as 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 the man, like the funniest guy ever like the the you know he's yeah he's definitely funny yeah um uh or at least in this document i won't won't say funniest ever because no no but people say people say have you seen that have you seen mark silcox or uh you know um michael mackintyre you know that that edgy comedian uh it's not not my opinion i'm just saying (laughs) you know when people comedians comedian yeah, yeah, comedian saying like yeah, like, like em, people who em, look to emulate him, like Eddie Murphy yeah, yeah. and Brock and all this, like a a, a path bearer sort of thing. And uh, the bloke was born in a slum, like in a, in a brothel in in some random part of Illinois. And uh, so there's just this whole story around how he f- overcame adversity and he, and he used those trials and tribulations as the basis to be to be, you know, a, a seriously funny guy and, and incredibly successful and an absolute smackhead as well. But <laughs> and are we jealous? Um, just he, set he set fire to himself. He was freebasing cocaine and blew himself up. But was he happy? Was he apparently, happy? Apparently so, because he went to, to, to tell lots of jokes about it, basically. But, um, 
But yeah, so good. So yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. Trigger Happy TV. I'm going to look for that. Well, funny you should mention it. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay, good. Watch it. Well, last night my boy couldn't sleep, right? He couldn't sleep. And it's, it's a load of bollocks. His whole life he's been able to sleep well, right? So I said, he says, Daddy, I can't sleep. I was like, you know, when I was telling you for the last hour we were up uh, to stop playing Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why. Okay. <laughs> so, so like you can't pump yourself full of adrenaline and then go to bed. Okay. So now he's downstairs. I'm doing some work on my laptop and he's, he's laying on, on, on the couch, like head on me. And I'm watching, I've got Seinfeld on it, on in front of me. And, uh, cause I've been, I've been rewatching Seinfeld because, cause it just, it cracks me up. And so, uh, uh, so we, we were watching it and it was the episode of, of, uh, where they went to the Hamptons and Kramer steals the lobsters out of the sea and George's girlfriend gets her top off and goes topless when he's not there. And it's the shrinkage episode, basically, is the shrinkage episode. You say, you say this as if it's, if it's a global thing. I, I'm not a I'm not I dislike Seinfeld. I've just never watched it in the same sort of way. So I don't I don't know these sort of sets. I don't know. Exactly. What... Yeah. So if, if people have watched it, like it's like it's like friends episodes. Oh, you know the one with the you know, people people talk about their favorite episodes. So, yeah. so the shrinkage one is a is a is a is a classic. And, so she and gets about that. So no, it's really funny. So George is George Costanza's Seinfeld's mate, and he's a bit neurotic, right? And 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 generally stuff oh, goes yeah. the big melon. No, no, not one with the big. That's Kramer, right? So George oh, has got like the, the bowling ball head. He's the short, got short lardy one. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have much luck with women. Right? It's probably probably like me right he goes so he's on he's driving up to the hamptons which is like going out if you live in new york you go out to the hamptons it's like by the coast it's sunny and beautiful and stuff like so they go and he's in the car with his date so as as they're going up he's 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 got the conversation running in his mind about oh just like just uh, right now if i reached out and touched you you would freak out but later on we're going to be in bed that's going to be awesome and you won't be freaking out right so he's having this whole chat with so this, the, the episode sort of carries on. Basically, George goes to the shops and his girlfriend, who had been sat out on the on the sun lounges with the rest of the friends that are there, takes her top off. Right? So she's now topless. You can't see any boobage. Um, oh, no, very, very poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah so sad. But, um, so 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 Kramer, who's the like the madcap one, he gets like his facial expressions are hilarious. So he's basically pulling the facial expression that I probably would if someone's random hot girlfriend suddenly went topless. Right? So Seinfeld says, We can't tell George about this because obviously George is at the shops, he's not seen her naked yet. So he says, You can't you can't tell about this. It was I pictured myself so much in this situation. I was like, this was I was living this moment as uh because it's like when you go to Ibiza or, or, or Spain and you're on the beach and there's boobs everywhere. And, and suddenly, suddenly what, 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 what would seem really odd and rare. It's like people have got masks on there. Like, six months ago, that had been completely like, like we've been, like we've been flipping colonized by, by a different race. But, uh, but now everyone's got masks on. It's fine. When you're having a holiday, there's boobs everywhere. You're like, can I look? Can I not look? Is it okay? Or how do I feel about this? Like, of course I'm going to look. Um, uh, and depending on who you're with, you're going to pretend you're not looking, but you can't help but but look, which was which was the whole thing basically. Just, just, it just it got me thinking about toplessness. <laughs> I, I, I think a, a dream relationship for me would be, um, you know, whether or not the woman was like actively attracted to women. Um, I think I think every every human being should be able to see beauty in. I'm with you. Same gender. Yeah. So um a woman should be able to look at I don't know, let's just Emma Stone and see her and think, you know what, that objectively, that is a beautiful woman. I mean, even if you don't know anything about her personality, she is beautiful woman. Um, and every man should be able to be self-secure in, in enough to be able to say, look at Brad Pitt. That is a beautiful man. He is a stunningly attractive physical specimen. So when you see them on the beach, if you're sitting there and you're looking over at them and your your other half is looking over at them at the same time, both of you can appreciate and say, you know what? That is a damn fine man. Yeah. If you can't say that is a damn fine man and be okay with that, you're not securing yourself. You need to work on your, your own security. Not like that whole, what are you looking at? Like, how come you fancy him? Like, or yeah, 
Yeah. I just think yeah. You, you can say someone else is attractive. Um, and even if you say, you know what, they're attractive and I'm attracted to them without saying I want to do something with them. Yeah, yeah, and totally. that's a different thing. And I think as a, as, as a man, you should be able to say, you know what, I know that my missus looks at Idris Elba and thinks, fuck me, that is a sexy man. And if all things were equal and I didn't have any anything around, I would I would definitely love for him to uh to, to do very very bad things to me however <laughs> things aren't equal and so therefore that will remain a fantasy um what about rylan you... do we think rylan's attractive no look at his <laughs> <laughs> mate this is <laughs> the man well, he's he's he's, lo- he's lovely but and there's always a but, you know. It's, it's, it's not. It's not pretty. It's not good. Some reason, but we both back. I'm back. It's Riley must be gay. Is he gay? I don't know. I'm going to Google that. Oh, we go. Is Rylan gay? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to Google those world words. Is Rylan gay? And I've, I've googled that, and it says he got married, husband. Yeah, he's he is gay. And more than that, he's married. Okay, he's definitely he's committed. Okay, <laughs> he's a committed gay. So he's married someone who looks so much like. Him. I mean, the the man he's married is like a beefier version of him, but he's got the same sort of beard, the same sort of happy smile. I tell you what, I reckon I would be right. I I mean, besides the fact I've not got the biceps that his husband has got, I'd be right up Marlon's alley. You could I'd be really right. <laughs> Right up Ryland's alley. Okay, good, good. Telling you. Well, he's I've, successful. I, he's successful. You I, can't knock it. I've got, I've got, I've got um, no uh, qualms at all about being attracted by gay men. Some, some of my um, most obscene like uh, propositions have come from gay men. I, I, I sometimes genuinely wish I was gay because I would, I would have a lot more sex. I'll tell you my, 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 my weirdest gay proposition, right? We went to a, a night at the end in London, Epic Club, basically. And it was a party called The Night of a Thousand Stars. My daughter's showing me a list. It's upside down. I am going to wash my hair. Okay, cool. Well, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Go for it. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so it was called A Night of a Thousand Stars. And when you got the, when you bought your ticket, you had to tick off on the i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up a picture i'm gonna bring up a picture you had to tick off on the on the uh on the list which star which famous person you were going to go as right so i decided well, like in my in, yeah like stars in your eyes tonight matthew i'm gonna be right so i said tonight matthew i'm gonna be ziggy stardust you i i, I just decided that that, that was going to be that was going to be I mean, ni- 1990. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, for, for, I mean, I'm not saying you're not a good looking man at all. Um, what I am saying is for those who aren't watching this on the live stream, um, I don't look at you and think David Bowie and Elf. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind. Here it comes. Incoming. Incoming. Who the fuck is that androgynous beast? <laughs> and oh, no, it's gone. So my, my mate went as my mate went as the mask. Bow and give the brother room. The fuse is about to go boom. That's me. Where did you get golden? Um, I mean, that looks like cling film. No, so what I did was I had to, so that outfit is from a that is a woman's dance outfit. <laughs> Right. I went to like a dance shop and I bought that and I got a pair of uh, platform boots as well, like beige suede platform boots. So I've got that on. So for anyone on the podcast, it literally is a completely skin tight gold suit. Let's uh, not underestimate the amount of skin tight that is. I mean, <laughs> that looks like it's rearranging your organs. It is pushing you in in places you should not be pushed in. So that, but the top is cropped. Right, so the top is cropped. I, I shaved. I sh- There's a belly involved. Yeah, the belly button's out. The belly button's out. It's cropped up to my to my midriff, 
and um and then i've and then I've, I've got my i've got my hair all sprayed and i've got ziggy stardust makeup what on what color is it sprayed oh it's like a it's like a pinky red pinky red bright yeah, pinky yeah. red color i want to build a picture for people so yeah we've got pink hair androgynous features and i mean i can't even like i say skin tight doesn't do it justice this is this is some sort of weird sort of shrink wrapped sort of gold um sort of <laughs> body covering that is pushing you in oh there we go we zoomed in now we zoomed in now and where is pushing you in in certain places it must therefore be pushing you out in other places any surprise I didn't get propositioned multiple times by other gay, well, I'd say other gay, I'm not a gay man, but uh, I got propositioned, uh, two blokes propositioned me in the toilets at this club, right? And I did, and the, thing, the thing was, the thing was, I was like surprised. I mean, when I look back at the pictures now, I, I could see that I was you know look it did, did look like i was that was Mate, I'm, I'm totally straight and i'm halfway towards propositioning you that's mad that you did yeah. no man will proposition you there plus i had the the boots on i was like six two it, um it was a lot oh, of fun you would be a total otter total yeah. otter. maybe in, even bring on twink in this club i was i was it was, it was a wild night it was a lot of fun Imagine ram packed, everyone dressed up, but no one had the same outfit on. Well, no so, one had the same outfit on as you had on. I mean, look at it. <laughs> we one final look. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> God, you look like gold fingers gone gay. So there we go. <clears throat> Not a fun. Am I assuming you still, when we meet up, are you going to be wearing that outfit? I do have it. It's in the fancy dress box. It's in the fancy dress box. I will pay good, good money to charity of your choice if you come out wearing that outfit. What fully dressed? Yeah. yeah How about yeah, the we'll, hair though? Well, I'd have to grow. My, well, okay, right. I'm definitely doing that. I don't. I, I, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm Marty in uh, Back to the Future. Like someone lays down a challenge. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm, I weigh the same. But I, I think I've got a little bit more, kind of a little bit more love handly around the side, probably than I did when I was. 20, oh, you got to get that shit That's amazing. I love it. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. Wow, we've we've been we've done fifty two minutes already, Glenn. This is this is epic. Got my, most of our list is not even done. Let's do hot in the nineties quickly because we did uh, we did touch on 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 uh, on on Seinfeld. I'm totally hotting it over. Uh, she's called. Um, Elaine in the in in Seinfeld. Here we go. I'm going to bring her in. Literally not through the front door, but I'm going to bring her into it. Okay, Elaine, yes, absolutely. Elaine from Seinfeld. One hundred from Seinfeld. Any hesitation? Hot without without any argument. There's nobody on earth who could say that Elaine from Seinfeld is not and or was not hot at any stage between now and her screen debut. Let's get let's get a young one up. Oh, I don't need to go images. She, um, do you know she's worth like two hundred and fifty million dollars? She's not getting any less hot. I can't say I'm a gold digger. She's fully fully minted. Let me see. You're saying she's a gold digger? Whoop whoop! I ain't oh, messing with this bro, bro. There's bro. one though. There's one though. She's got a bit of uh, bit of cleavage there. She's got quite a few, like to, when they try to cover up the wrinkles with the makeup. That always looks bad, but. Has a, no, no, she she is an attractive lady. But here we uh, go. Here's a real one. That must be her. Oh, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, she's Gwyneth Paltrow. Also, it doesn't matter what a vagina smells like. She's still quite attractive. Has she got a, not as attractive a, as Carmen Diaz? I always see them in the same sort of vein, the same sort of world. Um, but I still probably would go on a date with her if she asked me. Maybe if I didn't have anything else to do. Sorry, just back to the the aroma subject. Is this something you know about, or is this just a point of reference as to that you wouldn't put her out of bed for it? Is that, is that what no, you're saying? no, no. You know, you know, when Paltrow's got the whole thing about um, her her candles, but like one of her candles is called the smell of my vagina or something like that. Oh, I did not know this. Oh, um, you don't you don't want to Google what Gwyneth Paltrow smells like, my friend? It's it's well, not here, pretty. Here's a here's a young one of of Julia Louise Dreyfus. Ooh, yes, hot as you like. I 
would absolutely be intimidated to walk up to that woman and would never ask her out on a date because she's too attractive. That's oh, all. Glenn, this is what we'll do. Given that we're both single, when 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 uh, when uh, lockdown's over, we should, we'll we'll go out on a on a on a on a night, out, out. out out. We can oh, challenge but, each other to but, we can challenge each other to proposition absolute stunners. Okay. But the thing is, I I am a fucking goose level wingman. I will wingman the shit out of you, and you will end up chatting to the most incredible women and when you fuck it up it'll be done to you not me um i will happily set someone else up it's just i'm shit at setting myself up that's that's how we that's how i roll okay that's intimidating already for me to hear uh (laughs) my worst here we go i've got so many stories my worst experience of being set up, I went, I went to, I worked at a, a, an engineering firm during a, a summer holiday at the university and, um, and, and we went to Wales to do work at uh, the Ford factory during lockdown. And so like there's six of us, like, the, like a van load basically. And all the other blokes, <laughs> a van load, that's, that's basically right. Go down to, to in Wales, South Wales and, and fix a flexible flow system at the Ford factory. And we were, we were like on, on flipping per DM out in Swansea. And, uh, one night, one of the blokes who was like, he was a proper Casanova. He, he's banging on my door. Like, and I'm like, what, what's going on? And he goes, he goes, open the door, open the door. So I open the door and he pushed this woman into my room. <laughs> Very attractive woman who was quite drunk and I was like half a, like literally I, I'd been asleep. Like he woke, woke me up basically. And, and so I'd have been about what, 21, 22, something like that. And, uh, oh, I was fully didn't, it, nothing really transpired. We kind of rolled around a bit and it was so weird. I just, I messed it up. Couldn't get it up. It was like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was I was just intimidated beyond belief. I didn't, it was like, I was so out, so out of my comfort zone basically um regrettably regrettably that goes down as a as a as a missed a missed opportunity for sure <laughs> okay should it be should be the story of all time you know something like and we went at it for six hours straight uh but no it was more like 45 minutes and then uh and then she left. <laughs> <laughs> hang oh, my head in shame so much fun when we end up going out my friend yeah yeah so we didn't get to talk about half the things we planned about. I, I hope you've had a laugh, everybody. Um, oh, yeah. So many men that I wanted to ask if you thought they were hot or not. I would do that. Well, listen, we'll do it. Listen, we've, got, we've, already, we've already covered Ryland. You're looking pretty good today as well, Glenn. Do, do you know what I was going to I, – I, mean, I said I was going to pull you up on this. The other day you were in work clothes and it was <laughs> – you had like a a beige jumper with a with a grey shirt. You just like like you look like completely like it's like just like a safest, inoffensive kind of just washed out work outfit I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, basically, <laughs> whereas now I'm basically in sexy. Le- for all those who can't see me, I'm I'm in leather straps and yeah. Uh, yeah, studs stud work on the inside and and yeah just pvc underneath that's what i'm in yeah it's frightening definitely but you're off out anyway <laughs> normal friday night outfit <laughs> so we were going to talk about raving or so we're going to catch that next time uh what else were we going to talk about we were going oh, to talk about you. huh you're talking about your hamster weren't you oh my hamster got out Flipping, I'll let you know what happened there. People with rodent type pets, tune in next week uh, because we'll we'll discuss that. Um, and oh, I can't find my list. I got oh, here. We go. Here we go. Here we go. Hot in the night. Did that half term lockdown. Uh, fun. Maybe we actually did that. Topless conversation. Seinfeld did that. Didn't do the hamster. Didn't do the rave. Didn't do the hamster. Good job. Um, we do. We did cover off quite a bit, Glenn. We did cover off we quite did, a bit. We did. We, we we said a lot without saying anything at all. And that's, yeah. that's sometimes the place to be. It is. This is the wrap up. It's perfect for a cooking while you're cooking. It's good for a long drive. It's good for uh, mowing the lawn. There we go. No, uh, you are really adding it up there. You're mowing the fucking lawn. I know, but like, <laughs> okay. Oh no, I tell you it's, what, I've, it's I've good got, for. I've got, 
trainers. Yeah. I've got trainers that I wear especially for mowing the lawn because I don't okay. want to fuck up my other trainers. So okay. I'm I'm fully dadded up in that regard. Okay, well, okay. If so, if you want the ying to that, the wrap up is perfect for background sex uh, music. <laughs> if your if your lady will let you shag with the wrap up in the background, let us know because because uh, we want we want to know all about it. We want to know all about it. <laughs> Glenn, good to hang out, buddy. Oh, I loved it, as always. Yeah, so uh, if you're listening, uh, send us a review, subscribe on the podcast. If you're watching, like, share, get get more people to the wrap-up. Be good. We're, the numbers are going through the roof, but um, but that's another subject. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. Let's do our wingly-wangly brand button video outro. Team Superdad out. This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.